Welcome to the Connecticut Criminal Law Podcast, brought to you by Ruane Attorneys. The answers you need, the privacy you deserve. Each season tackles a different area of criminal law. Now, to your host, Jay Ruane. Hey there, Jay Ruane here. Once again, we will continue with Attorney Jill Ruane, focusing on juvenile criminal defense in Connecticut. Here she is. Episode four, Teens and Drugs. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of my podcast where I discuss juvenile law topics. If this is your first time listening, my name is attorney Jill Ruane, and I focus my legal practice on juvenile criminal defense. Today, I will be discussing juveniles, drugs, and alcohol. Many teenagers choose to experiment with drugs Even though this is a common occurrence for teens, and we've seen decriminalization of marijuana in Connecticut and legalization in other states, that doesn't make it legal for juveniles. While you might think that because these things are so common, the law would go easy on kids when dealing with drug issues. But the truth is that drug issues are taken seriously and can have serious consequences for your child. First, let's talk about marijuana, also known as weed, since it is one of the most common drugs found on juveniles. It's against the law in Connecticut for juveniles to possess, sell, and smoke marijuana. Connecticut has not legalized recreational use of marijuana yet. In addition, schools prohibit possession of marijuana and any other drug on school grounds or at school events. So if your teenager is caught smoking weed at school, they will face both school sanctions, which can include expulsion, and criminal prosecution. Connecticut has decriminalized marijuana use for adult offenders, caught with under one half ounce, so the punishment could result in fines and DMV license penalties as opposed to incarceration. However, for those under 18, getting caught with less than one half ounce of marijuana will result in a summons to appear in juvenile delinquency court. And if this charge results in an adjudication, which is the term used in juvenile court instead of using the term guilty plea, then along with the court's punishment, that teen's license can be suspended for 60 days, And if they don't have a license yet, the DMV could delay that teen from getting their license for 150 days. If your teen is caught with more than one half ounce of marijuana or any other drug, they will be charged for possession of that substance and have a case pending in juvenile court. And in some cases, if they have more than four ounces of an illegal drug, they could be charged with a more serious offense and his or her case could be transferred to adult court. There are many factors that go into this determination, and having an experienced juvenile defense attorney is key to defending against any juvenile drug cases. In recent years, Connecticut's juvenile justice approach aims at rehabilitation of the juvenile rather than just punishment. So when dealing with substance abuse of any kind, juvenile court will usually attempt to get the juvenile to provide drug-free urine samples and, in some cases, even require that the juvenile attend drug treatment programs. Depending upon the level of drug abuse, these treatment programs could be weekly, multiple times a week, or even require an inpatient stay at a rehabilitation facility. When dealing with these types of cases, they can take longer to resolve because receiving substance abuse treatment can take months. Another issue facing parents is the fact that a lot of substance abuse programs have waiting lists for admission. In some cases, the judge will make substance abuse treatment part of the juvenile's probation. 
If a juvenile does not successfully complete this condition, he or she could be charged with a new case of violating probation, and you and your child will have to start the process of going to juvenile court all over again. While Connecticut took steps to make it difficult to lock up a juvenile in detention, it is possible to be detained for violating probation if the state can show that your child's behavior met certain criteria. Your child has the right to be represented by an attorney at these types of hearings to argue against detention. Juvenile court treats substance abuse cases very seriously and has a vested interest in rehabilitating the juvenile so as not to become an adult addict and potentially an adult offender. Remaining drug-free while the juvenile case is pending is the first step for resolving the case. If your child is accused of drug possession, use, or sale, contact an experienced juvenile defense attorney to fight this case. This is going to wrap up our discussion on juveniles and drug-related cases. Please join me next time where I will be discussing school searches and arrests. As always, this is attorney Jill Ruane. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Connecticut Criminal Law Podcast. For more information or to get a free consultation for your criminal law questions, visit us at ruaneattorneys.com or call or text 203-925-9200.